Welcome to UC Today. My name is David Dungay. Today I have with me Ian Lindsay from Softex. Welcome to the show, Ian. How are you doing? Not too bad in these strange times. They are Not strange. Not too bad at all. They are strange indeed. Okay. So today we're, we're talking about billing, in, in particular billing in the, in the current landscape, as you say, a very strange time. Uh, but before we get into that, can you give us a bit of a rundown on yourself and Softex? Yeah, um, Softex have been in business in one form or another for over 25 years. We've always sold analytics of one form or another into the telecoms market, uh, selling through partners and selling direct in, in regions right across the world. Our platforms today provide enhancement or enhance the customer experience and retention via a transparent digital billing portal that we host and the use of those key analytics across multi-platforms optimize effective communications as part of their long-term UC strategy. Okay. Okay, well, let's let's talk about the current situation. We've used the word strange already, and it, it certainly is. You know, how, how has that billing landscape changed uh, over 2020 and you know why? Why has that been significant? Well, what we have seen over the recent years is the bill has always been a static item. There's very little change in it, and people look at the totals, and the totals remain the same. They sign it off and carry on. Over the last six, seven months, with all the changes, those bills are changing every single bill run. And customers are now looking into those bills and they're requiring clarity and visibility. So how has my infrastructure changed? What is new? Why has the bill gone up? What have I implemented? Um, how do we introduce that new, the new UC platform and how is it working? So all we're seeing is the bill is causing some shock. It, it's creating that interest. And you know, there's always been people around saying the bill can be converted to a sales tool. And it can. You know, partners that we are, are, are partnering with now are delivering the clarity, are delivering the visibility. And through that media are becoming more of a partner with their customers. They're upfront, they show the differences. So that reduces the shock. And in effect, it, it, it enables the provider to become a partner with their customers and help them transition all the way through to UC. So UC was always moving forward. What COVID has done is it's escalated it. And a lot of people have have desperately put in place, as soon as they possibly can, solutions that enable their employees to work from home, enable their businesses to carry on doing what they do, making a profit and surviving over this, this crazy time. Yeah, absolutely. You mentioned uh, channel partners there and you know some of the issues they're facing. Let's let's drill down into that a little bit more. Can you talk a bit more about the challenges facing uh, the the channel particularly this this year and um you know how Softex is is addressing that? Yeah. We we've, we've always been fortunate. We've always dealt with the large 
service providers or digital service providers, depends what you want to call them these days. And those large companies such as British Telecom, such as Telefonica, Air, they, they deal in millions of endpoints and, and they all have large OSS, BSS solutions along with billing engines such as CSJs, such as Amdocs. Um, fortunately, we are providing the bill presentation solution for them. So we take the feeds from their billing engines and turn all of their feeds into a single pane of glass. So their customers have their bills presented digitally and you can drill down all the way through. So we've always been in this bill presentment arena uh, traditionally dealing with the larger partners. What we're seeing is some of the, the UC providers who don't necessarily deal with millions of endpoints, but deal with tens of thousands of endpoints, started off with, with an off-the-shelf accounting package to try and present a bill to their partners. So these are UC providers who are buying the minutes wholesale, buying the SIP wholesale, the SD-WAN, bundling it all together and selling hosted voice onto their customers. They have found that the off-the-shelf packages are not scalable and certainly not flexible enough to cater for all the different tariffing packages that they want to be able to offer their customers. Okay, so what we have done, and we've scaled down our, our traditional software they don't need the OSS, the BSS systems. We can take in all of those multi-feeds. So again, those UC providers can deliver that single pane of glass through a dashboard, giving them clarity, giving the customer visibility, um, and the usage, the recurring, the one-off charges all become very clear, allowing the customer to drill down through and perhaps answer their own questions. So, yeah, that's what we are seeing in the market today, that yes, they were reasonably small opportunities in terms of the UC providers when they were starting up, off-the-shelf accounting packages work. Now, when they're bringing in more and more services, more and more platforms, they have to have a solution that can pull all of that in and present all the information through a dashboard. Yeah. Okay. So that's interesting. Obviously, we're in this very um, disparate landscape when it comes to to UC and being able to drag everything in, in into one place is you know incredibly useful for a channel partner right now. Uh, you know, you, your one of your other big USPs is the the analytics side. Um, can you maybe talk a little bit about how your billing analytics are, are really helping partners with some of their key metrics like customer retention um, and how are you really helping these businesses make I guess, ultimately better decisions? Yeah, it comes back to the clarity and the visibility that I talked about earlier. Um, so what we are presenting is not, you know, normally billing is all about outgoing calls. You know, with the analytics and the multiple platforms that we take information from, we can also deliver the incoming information the quality of service information. So via KPIs, the key performance indicators, via observations, what we do, what our software solution does is it prompts 
observation. It prompts questions. Now, those prompts can either be handled by the customer or it can be handled by our partners. And we're seeing more and more of our partners looking at the information, walking into their customers and saying, look, this is what the package is telling us. This is what we're looking at. And here are our recommendations. What do you think? We're also seeing that enables the customer to help that transition phase, but also build them, build themselves into the company's strategy. So yes, you've taken on all of these multiple platforms. You have Zoom, you have Teams, you have a bit of Cisco, you've got all of these tools. And in fact, you know, one of our partners did a survey of all of their enterprise accounts recently. And the, the results came back in that most people have on their laptops uh, 2.5 UC tools and 3.5 video tools. So it's all those platforms that are getting billed for that have to be understood how they're being used and how those platforms fit into the long-term strategy. So again, we have a, a, a large customer through a partner, a major bank, who were approached by, by, by Zoom. Um, they then said, well, we can save you all this money um, during COVID by enabling your workers to do this, this, this. So they enabled Zoom um, and it worked. The cost savings were huge. But now, when they're starting to look at the long-term strategy, so what is coming out in the next 18 months? What is the landscape going to look like? Are my workers going to return to the office? Are they going to work? I personally, I think it's a mixture of both. I think, you know, companies can see a huge cost saving in reducing the size of their offices and allowing their staff to come in maybe one or two days a week for team meetings, but stay at home for the rest of the time. It's working and there's cost savings to be made. So I think it will stay 50-50. But then, you know, what is the long-term strategy? So who's using the video application and what platform are they using? Who's using the file sharing and how does that fit into, to, into my long-term strategy? Coming back to, to the major bank, they said, well, yeah, we got up and running very quickly with Zoom. It, saved a huge amount of money, but we are a 365 house and all of our applications are on 365. So how long-term is that going to fit? How is Zoom going to fit into that 365 strategy? And they're now asking the partners to say, well, look, you know, what is on offer? What's the future of, of this integration? And again, having the information to see what you're doing forms the basis of a positive decision going forward. Absolutely. Um, I mean, a lot of these big platforms, they, they do come with their own analytics sometimes. I mean, why, why do partners need to fill their lives with even more sort of, of these data points? How does, that, how does that help them? They do. You're right. They come with some packages come with some very good analytics. Some packages come with very basic analytics. But... Again, coming back to the argument, I believe that the, chat, that the end users will end up with multiple platforms. 
And it's that cross-platform information that becomes critical. So, you know, Microsoft have an excellent analytics tool, but Microsoft will never, ever be able to report on that type of analytics from Cisco and vice versa. Um, that is where our USP comes in. We can take in all of those platforms and report across them all. So who's calling from Zoom to WebEx? Who's calling from WebEx to Teams? Who's doing the file sharing? Which platform is getting used the most for video? And even by assigning a global quality of service level, you can then measure all of your quality of services from all of your platforms against your standard. And you can highlight and see what you want. Um, also, I think the off-the-shelf packages don't take it far enough. You know, as I said earlier on, we can do more than just the outgoing calls and more than the billing. So we will take in the incoming calls, for instance. We'll be able to show you from cradle to grave a call pattern through your mixed network. How is that providing my customer service? Is it ending up in voicemail hell? Is it ending up in a hunt group that just goes round and round and round? So there's that customer experience on incoming call handling. We are not a contact center, but you know, for, for the small sales organizations, for those organizations that you know they have incoming calls from customers that don't necessarily go through a contact center, they want to see how they're treating their customers. And then the other level is the quality of service or the traffic management going through the gateways or the SBCs and the direct routing. So how can I tariff my direct routing correctly? You know, I've got a team solution. It's using direct routing. I've got SBCs located for local breakout. How do I assign the correct tariff to those customers so I do get a proper bill and I can, I can monitor that bill on my breakout calls? So yes, the solutions are there. They're very specific. You know, and I think, again, one of our USPs is we provide that single pane of glass across all the platforms and not just for the billable calls, for the incoming call experience and for the traffic management. How much bandwidth? If I use better codecs, could I actually get more traffic down that link? Sure. Okay. Well, let's talk about the next uh, 18 months. You know, the channel, obviously, everyone's got a, an opinion about what the next 18 months is going to look like. You know, you've, you've said yourself, uh, you're sort of expecting some sort of hybrid style environment between work and, and home. Um, you know, how can, how can the channel plan from a, from a billing perspective uh, for, for such a, an uncertain sort of period coming up? You know, what, what should that really look like? What should they be thinking about? I, I think the channel will end up, especially the UC partners, will end up with, with multi-platforms. They have to, because there's no one solution fits all. And by being able to, to measure, monitor, and analyze those multi-platforms, the channel has to become a partner of their customers. You become a partner of your customer, and you get involved in their strategy then that leads to that whole customer retention piece. It keeps the customer on board with you. 
So to answer your question, I think there will be no one solution fits all. I think most companies will end up with multiple platforms. After that, I think the UC channel has to become a little bit more proactive, a little bit more consultative in working with the customers and saying, look, here's the information. This is what's actually happening. What is your strategy? Can we talk through your strategy? And let's see what part fits into what piece of strategy you're talking about. That is, you know, it's all hosted, it's all recurring revenue, and that consultative approach maintains that, rec that recurring revenue in the channel. Excellent. Ian, I think that's a really nice place to end today's uh, video. I'd like to say thank, thank you so much for coming along and uh, sharing your, your wisdom with us. Um, I look forward to speaking to you in the future. Thank you very much. Wisdom I'm not sure about, but thank you very much anyway. And thank you for watching. You've been watching UC Today with me, David Dungay. I'll see you next time.